Welcome to 52 Episodes to Science Fiction Film Literacy. My name is Chris Garcia. Roll sound. The movement towards a more egalitarian cinema, which is a nice way of saying super indie films, in that history you have to take into account Iron Sky. Why, you ask? Well, because it was, I believe it was one of the very first wide-scale crowdsourced films. I know the second one certainly was uh, the beneficiary of a crowdsourcing campaign that brought it about. But it did so much so well, so low down on the totem pole in the cinematic world. And it pulled a lot of things together to come up with this film that is an incredible satire of the political world in which we live today. In addition, it's an incredibly fun movie that plays with alternate history and science fiction and comedy in a way that bounces everything off one another. There's a gratuitous underwear scene, which is classic in science fiction. You could think of everything from Alien to, you know, the second Star, the recent second Star Trek movie. All of them have that built into them as sort of a head tilt towards the teenage audience that everyone thinks is the main audience for science fiction, whether or not it's true. And nowadays it's really not. The story is, of course... During the waning days of World War II, Nazis left Earth and went to the dark side of the moon, where they have sat waiting while their scientists work on a way to come back and take over Earth. Great. Earth sends people back to the moon. Uh, it's a project of the president who is a lot like Sarah Palin, except for she's even hotter. Now, the film itself presents what happens when an astronaut goes, and he's a male model. He was basically chosen for his looks to go to Mars, or to, to the moon. And when he interacts with there, and then he comes back, and no one believes him, and one of the other people, a woman who was a teacher on the moon base, comes with him, and then they explore the realities of today in light of the beliefs that the Nazis still held on the moon and the complete misunderstanding of the culture of Earth by the moon. The greatest moment in this is the, <laughs> the re-editing of The Great Dictator, The Little Dictator. I can never remember which it is. I think it is The Great Dictator. The Charlie Chaplin movie where he plays Hitler. And how... They recut it to make it into a story of love and joy. And they finally take him, he takes her to see it, and they experience this completely different thing that has really washed out all of her belief in this whole Nazi thing. Udo Kier is in it, and he's phenomenal, as he is in everything. But what really rocks about this movie 
is that it is so goddamn Finnish. It is, at times, deadpan and dry. It is not afraid of poking fun at itself, while also skewering the rest of the world. It is super smart, and at the same time, pretty silly. And it does it both in a way that neither one overtakes the other. And I think that's one of the reasons why some people I know just don't connect with this movie. Because it is all of these things at once. It's very dark, and it's very light. It has a remarkable silliness with an impressive seriousness. It presents a story that is impossible, but it presents it in a way that to us makes sense, that this is how this would happen. And it's just visually appealing. Oh my God, the effects work here is great. For the budget that they have to get even a tenth of these effects is remarkable. Iron Sky is a great movie. They're making a sequel, which I don't think is out yet, but it should be, because this is a universe that has a lot to explore, and I'm really, really looking forward to more.